ยินดีต้อนรับสู่สะพานพันธกิจของพระเจ้า Welcome to Bridges for Mission. Bienvenue au pont pour la mission. Bienvenidos y bienvenidas a Puentes de las Misiones. Welcome everyone to Bridges for Mission. Today we have the humble honor to be with Pastor James Williams, who's the senior pastor at First Baptist Church of Philadelphia. He is no stranger to short-term mission or international ministries, having worked for a little bit at international ministries. But we are delighted to have him um, join us. So, Pastor Williams, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm delighted to be here. Thank you. Thank you. I'm wondering um, what has helped form your understanding and passion for short-term missions over the years. Yeah, um, you know, I think simply put, I truly believe short-term missions change lives. They really do. There's a reason why when people come back from such an experience, you know, they have so much to say and so much to get out because there is a lot that has just happened in their person and in their worldview and their perspective. Um, I remember uh, I had traveled often uh, growing up, but my first experience uh, really. <laughs> Uh, deliberately going to do short-term missions uh, wasn't a foreign experience. Rather, it was facilitated by the American Baptist Home Mission Society, and we went to New Orleans to the mm -hmm. Lower Ninth Ward. Um, and and I and I went and I thought, you know, James, you haven't really done anything like this before. Um, it, it's about time that you you're spreading, you know, Christ's love uh, outside of your immediate area. And I came back from that trip reevaluating my own. Um, presuppositions about what uh, engaging in mission was all about. I had this idea that, you know, you go and you help and you make someone's life a little better. And that's mm -hmm. it. Uh, I did not realize that you as the goer truly, truly often get more of more out of the experience than, uh, than the host, that those people which you are going to serve. In fact, uh, there are a lot of inconveniences for them to have you. And, and you know, I thought, well, I'm going, I'm going to help. I did not realize all that I would get out of the, um, out of the experience. Um, you know, you learn about uh, differences in people when you travel, particularly when you go to, to the foreign mission field. Um, and that's exciting. Uh, what surprised me is um, to learn about all the similarities that we have as well. Uh, to say, oh, this, this brother or sister over here in the Philippines, well, they're a child of God too. And look how similar we are. I mean, it's incredible. And the whole experience to me is all about forming relationships. Uh, and that's what short-term mission facilitates. Um, and you're getting relationships now outside of your immediate community. You know, this broadens our understanding of the kingdom of God. It is vast, it is diverse, it is not homogenous. It's a, it's a beautiful tapestry. And once you start seeing this way, at least for me, I, I could never look at God's reign the same again. These are powerful encounters with people from all over the world. And, um, you know, they, they change, they embolden us, they, they light a fire under us, and they also help us to see the other with these really special loving eyes, eyes that I would say are more demonstrative of the eyes of Christ. You look and you say, ah, 
here is my brother, here is my sister. Um, and, and for me, I think that's, that's where the power lies in these short-term mission experiences. Thank you. Well, we can hear your passion through it. Yeah, I, 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 I hope so, uh, because it is indeed a passion of mine. Um, and I, I'm delighted, you know, that uh, uh, we get to continue to facilitate these experiences. But I'm hoping that there is, there is a, a nascent body of, of people, particularly in urban centers, uh, hoping to go out now to the foreign mission field. Um, and maybe I'll talk more about that later. Thank you. So James, what would be helpful to you as an urban pastor for missions agency like I am, who wants to sustain short-term missions to focus on? Yeah, you know, Nicole, that's a great question. Um, uh, so I've been at the First Baptist Church of Philadelphia now for almost a year. So it's, it's slightly newer for me. And, and one thing I experienced uh, coming from the suburbs of Philadelphia into downtown Philadelphia is um, things are just different. In a way, it's like going into a whole new mission field as well. There are new challenges, a new way of life, a new energy. I encourage anyone to do a Google search um, for urban churches going to foreign mission fields. Uh, I know I have, uh, particularly when I first started at First Baptist of of Philadelphia, and it's, it's shocking, actually. What you'll find are pages and pages and pages of articles discussing the importance of suburban churches coming into the city, you know, and, and to view the urban mission field as a kind of foreign missions, and I, I think there's real value in this, but what we don't have are a lot of urban churches that are going to the foreign mission field, right, and, and I really think that we are now missing out on this short-term mission experience. Our, our, our congregants are missing out on this experience. What we need to do, in my mind, humble opinion, is support urban churches in going to the foreign mission field. For all the reasons that we mentioned before, and, and I, I'm aware, um, Sandra and Nicole, of International Ministries' efforts at doing this in, in our own Philadelphia as well, and we're seeing the way that this is changing these young goers' perspective, you know? And it, it's very special for them because it's an opportunity that hasn't been presented to them before. Uh, my experience is that these churches are significantly less engaged in foreign missions, and I think part of it is that we're, uh, we're rightly so focused on all the work that is to be done in a typical urban setting, and indeed there is work, but we're missing out on these opportunities to travel and encounter Christ's children around the glo globe and form these relationships. You know, so if we can facilitate and empower urban churches to engage in more short-term mission opportunities, particularly in foreign missions, then I think that we're already um, uh, we're already helping these urban centers. I know for my church, that's certainly been the case. There's so much work to do here in downtown. We haven't thought about the foreign mission field. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that's just too too narrow of a focus for us, though. Mm -hmm. So what else would you say to the, the pastors and the leaders that say that you should only focus locally? Like, so how would you respond to them in that, in that area? Yeah, and I, I've heard this before, and I, I've even thought like this. Uh, you know, a flip side to what we just talked about concerning urban churches not having the opportunities to service overseas is that um, some suburban churches could undoubtedly be doing much more to bless urban cities or urban centers close to their home, right? So you hear about um, a suburban church, and they're doing all this work uh, overseas, but they're doing nothing to help uh, their impoverished uh, uh, urban centers that are just nearby. Um, and, you know, Tony Campolo, he says this great quote. He says, um, you don't need to leave your city to experience the third world. Um, 
and, uh, and there's truth in that. And so often we forget about these urban centers. And so this is a reasonable and valid concern. It seems to me that a balance has to be struck, right? Only focusing locally creates this myopic view of the kingdom of God. Let's explore rather how God is working in other parts of the globe. And let's cultivate these global relationships. Um, I, think of the, um, I think of the concentric circles that Jesus presents in Acts 1.8. Uh, you will receive the power of the Holy Spirit and, and, and it will come on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Uh, the presentation here isn't localized, rather it's, it's ever expanding. Um, let's not put the onus of, of all of this on one group. Rather, let's all of us be the people of God, engaging the people of God uh, around the world. And again, it all comes back to this relationship. We're forming relationships. We're partnering with others. We're coming alongside. One thing that impressed me about um, international ministries, and, and I mean this, I'm, I'm not trying to plug you guys because you, you put me on your, your, um, your wonderful podcast. I am delighted. The first time I really came in contact with international ministries was while I was in seminary. And um, I met with Jim Bell, who is the, uh, I believe, your associate director for uh, global missions. Am I, am I right on this? All right, good. And uh, I went and I had, you know, again, these presuppositions about what global mission meant. And, and I really thought of imperialism. And, and my, my grand, grandfather and grandmother and great-grandparents were all missionaries. And yet I, I had held on to this from them, you know, in their early 20th century missions. You know, if you step out of the United States, you'll never find an American Baptist church on foreign soil. That's because American Baptists always partner with local churches. So they wait until uh, uh, there's an invitation. Um, you know, uh, we need help with this need. And, and American Baptists, we say, okay, let us help you. We won't start a church. Um, rather, we will, we will help them form their own thing and connect them with local uh, resources and, and local associations so that they're in, uh, really incarnated in their own communities. And I love that. I love the fact that you speak of um, connecting and partnership and relationship building, which is truly undergirds that image of the bridging um, and being bridges for mission and truly God continuing to cultivate us. And I wonder, as a recent graduate of Palmer Seminary, what words of encouragement would you have to seminarians discerning a call to missions? And as they are listening to this podcast, what would be your words of encouragement? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in seminary, I think we hear this often. We hear of these seminarians who, who, who feel this, this call to engage globally with God's people. And, and what I would say is lean. Lean into that calling. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. If you are even feeling the slightest nudge, lean into it. There are resources, particularly, um, I think, often associated with seminaries that will help allow you to explore this calling. Look at, at, at what short-term missions doing at international ministries. You know, contact them, set up an opportunity, um, take a trip, experience God's kingdom near and far. Uh, one of international uh, ministries missionaries, um, she serves in Thailand now. I do remember her telling me that her first international mission experience, you know, she felt this lean. It wasn't for her. And it took a second trip to see, oh, this is my life's calling. 
you know, but lean into the, into these callings of God. So often, I don't think we do. And uh, God is working in these moments. Um, Parker Palmer has a quote that I love and I use often where our deepest passions meet the world's greatest needs. That's where we find where we can really inter interact with the kingdom of God in such a strong way. Well, your passions uh, might intersect not necessarily here in Philadelphia, not necessarily anywhere in the contiguous United States. They might intersect somewhere else in the globe. And, you know, I see God's kingdom as diverse. Uh, and, and it would be incredible if we start um, forming these relationships with people around the globe and, and, and doing it more so and, and partnering, not in some um, uh, going, not so that you can bring Christ to them. No, but going, understanding that Christ is already there and you are now being called to walk in what they're doing. Um, seminarians do it. Lean into it. Contact your local um, uh, or, or denominational missions board, or just contact International Ministry Short-Term Missions. Uh, truly, I don't think you'll regret it, and you certainly don't want to rob yourself of an opportunity to, to lean into what God is doing in your own life. Thank you so very much um, for the passion that we hear, the passion that we feel, the encouragement that you have given to all our listeners um, today, and um, not just seminarians, but pastors and lay leaders and all um, who feel that call to mission, call to service, and, and underneath it all, um, you know, we are called definitely to serve and to spread the good news. So to, to not so much as to, to conform, but to be transformed and allowing the Holy Spirit to just transform the hearts and knowing that when we go, as um, Jesus said to all the disciples he called, um, come and follow me. So wherever it is that we are to follow Jesus, to trust and lean into that. So we thank you, um, Pastor James Williams, for this impassionate um, call to, to follow God's and lean into God's mission. Thank you so much for listening to Bridges for Mission. We are delighted that you joined us. This is a special time for us where we invite you listeners from all over um, to tune in and give us feedback. So you can reach us at volunteers at internationalministries.org. Also, don't forget to get a hold of the Leader's Guide entitled Short-Term Mission Team Essentials Together on the Journey. It's available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. We thank you again for joining us today. And thank you to all of our subscribers and listeners from all parts of the world. Until next time.